0: dungeon. Welcome to Cauldron's Crypt. I'm your host, Master Cauldron. If you're new to the show, I use my 24 years of BDSM experience and 20 years working in the psychology field to dispel myths, get rid of stereotypes, and answer your questions about BDSM. You can call in at 865-268-4005 to leave your questions or visit the crypt at cauldronscript.com. On this episode of The Crypt, I'm going to share an article that Patreon executive producer Baby Love 2269 found, On the swaddle.com, this was written by Pahlavi Prasad and titled, BDSM Culture Can Make Women More Assertive in Work and Relationships. After I read it, I'm going to give you my first impressions of what was said. Yeah, it's a little bit different than what I normally do and a lot different from the DomCon interviews, but I wanted to change it up a little bit. So stick around afterward for a special announcement. Let's hit those rules to love by and jump straight into the article. Rules to love by. Rule number one, safe, sane, consensual, and informed. Rule number two, kinky, that's K-N-K-I, and comes from the Kinky app available on all platforms. Not a sponsor, but it does stand for knowledge, no intolerance, kindness, and integrity. And rule number three, the quote from Mr. Paul Young. Submission is not about authority, and it's not about obedience. It is all about relationships of love and respect. The link to the original article and credit to the author is in the show notes. And again, this is titled, BDSM Culture Can Make Women More Assertive in Work Relationships by Palavi Prasad. I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. It says, I don't know how to explain it, but I have more clarity the morning after. It's come to a point where my partner and I ensure we engage in a play scene before any big meetings I have. It really gives me the boost I need. RP is a 32-year-old consultant living in Mumbai. When she joined a high-powered consulting firm seven years ago, she found herself struggling to keep up with the pace and make herself heard. Around the same time, I got into relationships with a man who was into BDSM and kink play. He introduced me to it, and I instantly took a liking to it, RP says. Surprisingly, I found myself gravitating towards the role of the dominant. Within the confines of a loving and safe space with a partner I trusted, I was able to assert myself in ways I couldn't outside the bedroom. Slowly, I began to notice that especially on days after we had engaged in a play scene, I would feel more focused, composed, and clear-headed. It was almost as if the satisfied feeling I felt in bed, in that position of power, flowed over the next day. I feel like I know more about myself, my mind, and my body. According to recent research by Dr. Brad Sagarin, a professor of psychology at Northern Illinois University, kinks such as BDSM alter the blood flow pattern in the brain, creating altered states of consciousness. For those who assume the dominant position in BDSM, these mental states are called flow, the term popularized by positive psychologist Mihaly Psychismizali. Flow is defined as an optimal state of consciousness where we feel our best and perform our best. It is a state of hyper awareness, laser focus, and euphoria, which resonates with RP's experience. I just feel more brave, if that makes sense, she says. Cigarin's research confirms just that. The study found that people who regularly experience flow. As an effect of dominant BDSM roles, report improved concentration, clarity about goals, decision-making skills, and listening and intuitive skills. They also demonstrate lower levels of the stress hormone cortisol, less self-consciousness, and less aversion to risk. The study also found... Those taking on submissive roles in BDSM play experience transient hypofrontality, a peaceful, dreamlike state often compared to a runner's high or described as being in the zone. Creativity and productivity peak in this state of decreased self-awareness. RP explains how her female friends from the BDSM community have discussed this before. Sometimes, when we share, and we're all doms, our experience with each other, we all agree that we are in a great mood throughout the next day and feel more energized and creative. It's like a strange high, knowing what we did the previous night. People who experience either of these altered mental states Report higher levels of happiness, creativity, and productivity for up to three days after. According to research by Harvard University professor Teresa Amable, they also report transferring the focus, confidence, concentration, and decision making skills of BDSM into everyday life. It is no wonder, then, that people who engage in BDSM are less neurotic, more extroverted, more open to new experiences, more conscientious, less sensitive to rejection, and have higher subjective well-being outside the bedroom, according to a 2016 study on the psychological characteristics of BDSM practitioners. Additionally. Partners who engage in sadomasochism are more connected and more intimate than those who do not engage in it. According to a 2009 study published in the journal, Archives of Sexual Behavior, the honest expression of one's fantasies and desires and consensually, respectfully, and safely executing that as a BDSM scene requires a high level of communication and trust between partners a feature regularly absent from non-kinky or vanilla sex, as the BDSM community calls it. My boyfriend and I have definitely become much closer since we started exploring the space together. We don't lie to each other in our relationship, white lies not included, and even those we mostly confess. Because the trust between us is the same, inside and outside the bedroom, says RP. There's very little drama, and if we ever fight, we usually resolve it by talking to each other. But it almost never reaches that point because every day, in a way, we tell each other about what it is that we want from the other person and what we don't. It's like learning how to negotiate with another person. Women have traditionally been discouraged from developing such open and clear communication skills. In 2018, former dominatrix Kasia Urbanak started the Academy, a school to teach women the foundations of power and influence via month long female empowerment sessions in New York. Speaking to The Guardian, she says, It's about the communications that women carry that either make them go speechless or afraid of coming across as too bossy or too needy. Urbanek explains that by being in the dominant role of BDSM, women learn to project their strength and attention outward. It's a skill they can then use to flip the power dynamic in the outside world. Where women were forced to turn their attention inward was self-doubt and over-analysis. A barrage of recent research hints that the effects of empowerment via BDSM, people with sexual kinks or fetishes such as BDSM, group sex, or role play, have better mental health, less psychological stress, higher self-worth, and more satisfying relationships. Not everyone is convinced of BDSM's benefits, however. The feminist sex wars over BDSM's potential for women's empowerment rage on, with one side seeing BDSM as a way to explore and enable female sexuality and the other side seeing it as yet another manifestation of the hyper-masculine, patriarchal order's violent idea of sex. But as black lesbian poet and feminist writer Audre Lorde puts it in a personal essay, embracing the erotic fosters a deep and irreplaceable self connection and fearless underlining of capacity for joy. End quote. Released of social context, when examined in individuals' lives and homes, BDSM seems to allow, well, release. And that kind of release, writes Lore, flows through and colors my life with a kind of energy that heightens and sensitizes and strengthens all my experiences. End of article. Okay, so first I think that this is a really, really good article If you go to the show notes, click on the link to go to the article, all of the studies are backed up. There are links to those on the original poster's page. So what do I think about this? I think that this was written from a feminist point of view, rightly so. The author is female. Uh, I've done a little bit of research on her. She seems very knowledgeable, very intelligent um i will definitely be subscribing to her blog but i think that this article goes to the entire community not just the female side personally for myself because as the original author of this article uh is a woman and a obviously a strong and empowered and intelligent woman i'm the same only the male version so I'm going to see this from the male point of view, and I think that, that this goes to the community as well, whether it is male, female, uh, someone is trans, non-binary, whatever pronouns you prefer, whether you're cisgender or, or queer gender, it doesn't matter. This applies because we're talking psychology here, and exactly what it can do for you. And I can absolutely agree with the beginning of this article where it's talking about, you know, 3 day with, with the next 3 days feeling so much better. Sometimes that'll last up to a week. It's a really intense scene. And people constantly ask me why is it that I try to push submissives to be a little more dominant, to not completely submit. And that's not all the time. That is with ones who are are blatantly uh, submissive in both their vanilla life and in the BDSM world. Because this is supposed to be an escape for us. And if I can entice them enough and, and entice, not manipulate, not force, this is done with consent. But if they see what I mean, what I understand to be true, what I've seen over and over again with gaining that massive ability to to be both dominant and submissive. Submissive is their freedom. Dominant is their confidence building. And quite often, new submissives... Are a bit broken, and i 'm not saying this always, just as new dominance are also a bit broken i mean we're we're human, so it goes both ways um but yeah, i'm a bit broken uh You can tell where i 'm at mentally as to where when the episode comes out i've been on an every week publishing schedule two weeks ago uh Missed my Monday deadline and the episode come out Tuesday. Last week, the episode, I believe came out on Wednesday. This week, the episode's coming out on Wednesday. I've been dealing with a lot. I'm mentally stressed and it's caused me to be a little depressed. So, uh, yeah, it's, it comes through. So anytime that we can step that up and learn other ways to deal with it. And I think that that flipping it, taking a look at it from the other side, you've heard me talk a lot recently about trying 30 days of submission because it's been over 20 years, 22 years since I've switched, and trying out that submissive role for 30 days. And, I mean, very seriously about it. Um. I think that's something that I would probably do an episode on a vlog on YouTube. If I did that, um, so that you guys could see it, I would do a daily vlog on that. But anyway, back to this article. There's nothing in here that I disagree with and that's rare. I'm going to use this as a, as a tool to help people understand what we do. So for all of you that have sent me messages saying, Master Cauldron, how can I get someone to understand why this is important to me? How can I explain what I feel? Do you have studies to back this up and why this is helpful? Here you go. Uh, That's exactly how I'm going to use this. I'm going to take this and take some of this research, some of it I was aware of, there there were a couple of things in here that were actually new to me. So I am very, very grateful to the author for coming up with this article. Uh, Miss Prasad, Pahlavi Prasad. And if I'm saying your name incorrectly, I apologize for that. But if you're listening to this, excellent, excellent work. Thank you for this article. That's going to wrap up my personal thoughts and opinions on this. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode, Uh, that announcement that I was talking about. Some of you know that I am working hard. I've been working hard for four years trying to get a local club opened. We could really use your support. There are links to both Patreon and PayPal in the show notes. Now, I bring this up now because we're very close We could really use some backing, some help. At one time I had a GoFundMe page for this, a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever you can give to help a community have a home. The best way to do that would be PayPal and put a note in there. If you do that and say, Hey, this is what it's for. Um, going to do plaques for donation levels and things like that that will hang in there forever. But we're very close. We had a space. It was on Saturday. They said, yes, we could have it. Uh, I spent a few thousand dollars on uh, business things and, and working on getting things arranged and then come back on Tuesday. And, you know, when we were supposed to sign the lease and instead of signing the lease, Uh, We didn't even meet because there was a phone call saying no, thank you. So, well, no, I think we're supposed to at least on Thursday, but anyway, so that's what's up. Uh, We're getting very close to making this a reality and providing this local community uh, in Knoxville, Tennessee, with a home somewhere for all the classes and where everybody can gather and meet and you can have all the different groups doing their things. And yeah, so, all right, well, again, thank you, thank you, thank you to those who support the show and to everyone that listens. If you would like to become a Patreon producer, and if you haven't because you think it's super expensive, you can become a Patreon producer for as little as a dollar a month. And I'm going to be putting out some more play journals soon. Uh, I was doing those every week. And then play slacked off well i've I've had a little play recently. I've just been incredibly busy, but I'm going to try to get those recorded soon and get those sent out on patreon and those are only available to the producers on patreon uh any level of producer all right and speaking up pro producer Lily chaos executive producers jeremiah arcane d g r and violet Aurelia feline rouge baby love twenty two sixty nine Thank you again for sending me this article. And, Basil. Senior Producers, Matt, Roxy, Bear, Emerald Wolf, J.K., Sort Out the Kinks, Delilah, Sir Mutual Respect, Master Gabriel, and Theod123. Producers, Kane Sin, That Place in Oklahoma City, Olive Eyes, Zine, and Alexandria. Junior producers K2SO Buffalo Dom eighty four Sumi, Haley Morgan, not the daddy and a new one, Rafi or Rafi Rafi. I'm not sure how to say your name, but I am extremely grateful. Thank you so so very much. As always, bdsmcontracts.org, dot org. Use a coupon code Cauldron twenty for a twenty percent discount on all purchases. That is K U L D R I N two zero no spaces. Daycollars.com, place for personalized handmade collars, leashes, cuffs, and belts. Whippingstripes.com, my personal maker of leather and paracord impact toys. And Torridtimber.com, amazing craftsmanship, all kinds of different fun things. (laughs) Uh, Check them out, highly advise it. None of these four that I just mentioned are sponsors. There are people that I know, like, use, trust. Next time on The Crypt, not sure what I'm doing. Probably going back to, I've got a couple more DomCon interviews left. I might go back to one of those. I might throw something completely different out there. I don't know. All of my contact information, including that link to PayPal and Patreon, is in the show notes. This has been Master Cauldron for CauldronsCrip.com. Unearth the truth. Thank uh-huh. you.